0: This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless, available online at bravadowireless.com. Let's hit up the hotline here on the Blitz 1170. A gentleman that I'm sure is stressed for time, so I won't make him wait much longer. He is Russ Springman, the ORU assistant coach, joining us now here on the Blitz 1170. Coach, what is going on today, sir? How are you?
1: I'm blessed. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing quite well today. Um... Man, what's this time like for you guys right now? I, I talked about the the time constraints that exist with trying to crunch for an opponent like Duke or any opponent in the NCAA tournament. It's kind of old hat for you. You've been through this a time or two. But uh, for the general uh, listener right now, what is this time like?
1: You know, first of all, it's really exciting. I think it's always good to take a step back and realize that when you hear your program name called on selection Sunday, how awesome that is. You know, 68 teams total get that opportunity and that's something you always want to embrace and be mindful of. and You know, for the players, it's an exciting time to be able to continue to play and and compete. And then for us as coaches, um, I mean, as soon as you see who your first round opponent is and then the rest of the teams that you could potentially face, you get to work (laughs) on breaking down film and preparing scouts um, and, you know, doing the best job you can to educate your players on opponent player tendencies and sets that they run and what they're trying to do. So um, it moves pretty quickly once the selection so announces your name.
0: I was listening to a podcast with former coach Chris Mack, and he was kind of going through the process that he had – Uh, Not asking you to give away any secrets if if you don't feel comfortable with, but what does the process start like on a Sunday when you find out about Duke? Uh, Whose responsibility is that from the assistant coach's standpoint to immediately start diving into the film? Did they stay up like 24 hours straight with trying to cram (laughs) that many games in? And then do you go through the the scouting services that have the statistics and try to put together a Cliff Notes version and and hand it off to coach? And then does he dive in and start watching games? How does that work from ORU's perspective?
1: I would say the first part is you never have to worry about coach waiting to dive in. Coach (laughs) dives in right away. Um, So as soon as we knew who we were playing, Coach is already pulling up statistics. Uh, He's very gifted in a lot of ways, one of which is numerically. So he's uh, statistically and analytically driven. So he starts evaluating opponents right away. And then, you know, with what's available from a video standpoint now, it's really amazing. So you have uh, games that are available to you very quickly, you know, Lehman does an incredible job helping us. And I mean, like I said, very quickly after the announcement, you've got games on your computer. So you're just going through games. Um, what we do as a staff is just try to break up different opponents, you know, and then work collectively to help each other. Um, you know, somebody's got Duke, somebody's got Tennessee, somebody's got Louisiana, uh, but we're, we're really all in it together to, to help each other. The
0: balancing act, though, is something that you have to kind of get used to a little bit because, I mean, you guys are kind of the the darling, so to speak, in so many people's opinion, and then you're playing a team... <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jim Rome said it best. Duke is on TV, or excuse me, uh, there's a former coach that said uh, that said Duke is on TV more than Leave It to Beaver reruns. So you, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a national brand, right? Uh, so so many eyeballs are on you, and that means that there are more media obligations for for Coach Mills. So how how does that balance work right now with getting ready for for this game?
1: You know, I think uh, the main thing is again embracing that opportunity. I mean play on Thursday night, the first day that the tournament has taken place, to play on the East Coast, uh, to play in a slot that is a premier slotted time, those are all blessings, right? What a great opportunity yeah. for Oral Roberts University and our program to be in that situation, and it's a credit to Coach Mills and the job that he's done and the program that he's built here. Um, in terms of you know media responsibilities, One thing I do know is Coach is very focused on coaching our guys, and he's great with, hey, let's, you know, let's Russell do this. Sam does this. KP does this. You know, to try to allow what the main things are be the main things. He can't can't get pulled into 28 different directions uh, this time of year, right? He's got to do what's most important for our players and to do everything possible to give us the best opportunity to, to win. Uh, anything outside of those things are probably going to be distributed accordingly, um, and understandably so.
0: It was Pete Gillen, by the way. That's whose name I was trying to remember coach that had said. That they run. <laughs> oh, he's a classic. And, and in his cadence, it was more like they're on TV more than leave it to be uh, reruns in that typical <laughs> Pete Gillen fashion. Um, I've had Good. coaches tell me before that this time of the year, one of the things they love about it, one is con- not only continuing on and getting to experience because tomorrow's not given, right, in terms of uh, athletics. Um, But when they walk in that room and you flip on the film for the first time, it's like instantaneous. You've got everyone's attention like it's day one. You know, everyone is at the top of their game. So what's that like seeing the reaction from the players knowing that they're on the biggest stage, something they've always dreamed about?
1: Uh, I think that's part of what makes this whole experience so special is seeing uh, the players' faces, and really it it's more of a feel, right? like what the room feels like when you're going through preparation and you can tell everybody is locked in. Um, it's just different this time of year, right? I mean, it's winter go home, so there's a different level of urgency we We want that level of urgency every game uh, all season long, but the reality is it is different so it It's just an awesome time of year. And uh, Coach Barnes would always say this at at Texas, never take the tournament for granted. It's special. And, you know, I've always remembered that, um, just how great it is to have the opportunity to, to keep playing. And, you know, selfishly for us, we've got a very connected team, and they've been incredible to be around this whole season. So for us to be able to continue to coach this group, is an amazing blessing in and of itself.
0: I think you're also in a unique position as well, Coach, that you have so much tournament experience that's on the team. They've been through this before, so they know how special the moment is. is, That's at least an advantage that you have over facing a very young Duke team right now.
1: Yeah, you know, we've got a a group that's been through this before in terms of making the NCAA tournament and preparing uh, for the tournament. And, and, you know, again, to coach's credit, his level of optimism, um, I I don't even know how to describe it. There are times he'll make comments and you're like, dang, go on, coach, it's November, man. (laughs) And um, he's already talking about being in the NCAA tournament. And he's got this ability to create confidence and instill belief in our players. So when we end up in this position, it's as if we've been there before because of how he's talked about him he's talked about it in the past obviously with no opponent attached to the situation but you know he's talked about these things for months so i, I do think the way coach communicates with our players uh the level of experience that a lot of our players have enjoyed is a, a blessing and a benefit for us as well
0: isn't that a a sign, though, Coach, of someone that not only um, has great leadership skills, but has identified exactly what the culture is and has never deviated away from what the culture is? And as far as expectations are concerned, that tells me a lot about how you guys handle things as a staff. If you're talking about those things even November, never go away from who you are.
1: Yeah, he's, Coach is unbelievable. You know, he he talks about winning in March. I mean, well before – I don't even think we're in January. And he talks about winning in March. What does it take to win in March? And emphasizing key things to our players so their focus is on those primary things, not, you know, not just in games, but obviously throughout practice. Um, so, anyway, Coach does an amazing job. I don't even know if glass half full does <laughs> him justice the way he looks at things. Like, there might be a drop in the glass, and Coach would convince you the glass is overflowing you know so he's just got a gift
0: what are the most important things in the month of march when it comes to tournament play what are you what are you focusing on right now if there are a couple of keys that you hey we have to do this in order for us to continue on this march and to keep playing
1: i think you know the first thing is be who we are um you know we're we're a team that wants to get up and down and we want to spread the floor and play and a lot of middle ball screen situations as much as we possibly can. So I, I think the main thing is just continue to be true to who you are. And obviously there's, there's layers, right? You, you know, there's plenty of uh, simple fundamental statements. You know, if you defend, you rebound, you take care of the ball, you're going to put yourself in position to be very competitive and oftentimes win uh, a good percentage of your games. So you know, one thing that we've we've been able to do well throughout the season is take care of the ball. I think we're one of the best in the country and not turning it over. Um, and I, I you know I think the other part is continuing to play with confidence, right? Like <clears throat> we we have a group of guys that, in my opinion, in, in a complimentary way, oozes with confidence, right? I don't think they play with arrogance, but I do believe they play with confidence. And continuing to do that, right? Like take shots that we have identified as great shots for our team. Continue to take those shots. Like this is not a time to shy away from being who you've been the whole season. Uh, but, you know, obviously we're playing a, a very talented Duke team, a, a team that's won nine in a row that is uh, very large, right? I think they're the biggest team in the country, um, you know, so we have to do a great job rebounding. We have to do a great job staying in front of the ball to try to minimize rotations and maintain matchups. Um, you know, again, basic things, right? Like, hey, stay in front of the ball defensively. That that solves a lot of problems. Um, you know, easier said than done. But, you know, they're, they're just basic things that we have to continue to do well to give ourselves the best opportunity to win.
0: Coach Springman is with us here on the Blitz 1170. Uh, closing moments with them as uh, they get set to uh, take a, the uh, trip to Orlando to take on Duke. Um, you you talked a little bit about Duke on the on the glass and just how good they are. I mean that's a rather short list, right, Coach, of who's better on the offensive glass than what Duke is. I think six in the country, 38 uh, percent offensive rebound rate. They they've got length. I mean they're they're a blue blood of college basketball. You expect them to have this. Uh, you kind of touched on it there briefly, but ways to combat that when you see a team that has as much length as what Duke has
1: I think part of it is um, you know just trying to put bodies in front of bodies and obviously you want bigger bodies on bigger bodies as much as you can and it, you know it's not rocket science they're big right they're they're physical, they're athletic, they're long um, so we have to get into their bodies earlier. you can't allow guys you know runways if you will if you give Bigger, longer athletic players, more steps to create momentum going to the rim, they're even harder to deal with. So we've got to hit bodies early. Um, And, again, a big part of it is just trying to make sure we stay in front of the ball so we're not at a disadvantage when shots go up. Um, You know, shot selection is huge. Trying to make sure that we're taking great shots so we're able to have a better opportunity to be set in transition. Again, just trying to make sure we're – in in the matchups that we would like to have as much as possible. Um, and then, you know, just having a wee rebounding mentality, right? Like all five guys have to be involved. Um, they, they have three guys on the floor at all times that typically are crashing the glass. Um, could have four in a lineup, but most of the time it's going to be three. So it's got to be our five against their three. It can't be three on three.
0: Last one I have for you coach is if if there's a misconception about ORU and about this team that you've heard, whether it be in, in, in the national media or in the local media, is there one off the top of your head that you've heard or you say that that is couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth right now?
1: <laughs> you know, I I really haven't uh listened and I don't mean that ugly. I apologize. I'm not trying to come across that way to um media's opinions uh during the season. I really I don't listen. Um, Yeah. Don't listen to us at all. (laughs) And I'm 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 not trying to be ugly. I just, no, no, no lock in. I think there are step locks into our guys, but what I would say is this. I think the natural tendency is because of all the attention that Max Ace received and deservedly. So two years ago. And from that point on, uh, Max, obviously is an amazing talent and has done just tremendous things here. He's had an incredible career. And I think teams, or shouldn't say teams, I think people could make it seem like this is a one man show and nothing could be further from the truth. We have a very talented group uh with a lot of very good players that goes far beyond one person. Um so that that's what I would say, but that's not based on anything I've heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and by the way, Coach, I I I knew that you weren't trying to be ugly. I was I was making a, a joke about <laughs> not you. listening to our uh, to our us experts <laughs> that are here on the radio that haven't lived the life the way that you have as well in the ins and outs of the game. Hey, we want to say uh, best of luck from all of us here at the station on you guys. We are rooting for you uh, so much. Thank you. Go go and shock the world and uh, get a victory and keep playing as long as you can. And I can't thank you enough for taking a few moments to come on with us this afternoon, Coach.
1: Uh, thank you so much for having us we appreciate all your support and um, you know we're going to do all we can do I can promise you that
0: outstanding uh, safe travels coach all right thank you all right that's uh, Russ Springman who's joining us now here on the Blitz 1170 or you assistant coach as they get said for Duke yeah listen we sit here and talk a big game but we know absolutely nothing of the ins and outs the way that the game is played and should be played at all good dude good dude I'm telling you man a guy like that who is who's been in this game for a long time that you I gets it's all about the people that you surround yourself with and for coach Mills to have someone like coach Springman on his staff right that has years that's an A list type of recruiter man makes you feel good makes you feel really really good I imagine Barnes was like Hey, you want, you want you want to come to Knoxville?
1: <laughs>
0: hey. <laughs> By the way, 6 o'clock or 6.10 tip on Big CBS here in town on Thursday for ORU and Duke. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with more next year on the Blitz 1170. It's hard for me sometimes to not... Understand that not everyone knows my sense of humor. Sometimes, especially yeah. when I'm interviewing with the coach, I didn't mean to cut him off that way. I've, but he's what I was trying to say, dude. You're right. Don't listen to anything that gets said about you guys. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. Curtis Wilkerson, what you want us next? We'll talk a little hog basketball and the road that is in front of the Razorbacks, and everyone's saying the same thing. This might be the most talented eight seed ever in the tournament, at least from Arkansas's perspective. And so many people have them knocking off Kansas in the second round. We'll get Curtis's thoughts next year on the Blitz 1170.
1: Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.